This is the Assumption Church Podcast. Thanks for joining us. When dawn breaks, mercies arise. Assumption Church is a Roman Catholic community under the care of the Franciscan Friars Conventual of Our Lady of Angels Province. It is a community of faith which is active in service and its ministries bring the gospel message of peace, reconciliation, and love to Syracuse and all of central New York. Your glory here among us. Great is our Hi, this is Friar Rick. I'm here in New Mexico, actually, on the border with Mexico itself at the fence. It's a, it's a huge fence, about uh, maybe 20 feet tall. It's a big, long um, spikes of metal, rusted metal, um, that uh, are pointed at the top, uh, about three-inch uh, slats in between. You can see through them. And um, basically runs as far as the eye can see. And uh, through it, you can see to the other side of Mexico. And I'm here with uh, faith leaders from different religions, different parts of the country, who have come to pray with uh, the Bishop of El Paso, uh, Bishop Mark Seitz, to pray for um, the people who are, are being detained at the border. Now, I know it's a complex issue, but it's one that becomes very, very simple very quickly for us who are Catholics. Um, basically, people who are desperate for their lives, um, have nowhere to go, nowhere to turn, um, try to seek asylum in the United States. These are not immigrants, these are not refugees, these are people who are seeking asylum, which means they're running away from extreme danger. So picture it this way. Um, uh, a family from a couple of houses away from you, you see them running down the street, they come to your door, knock at your door, and they're saying, help us, we're being attacked. What do you do? Of course, you let them in and call the police. Well, what's happening now is that people are um, being extorted. They're being raped and, and, and assassinated in the most horrific ways in various countries, in, in Mexico, in Guatemala, in Honduras. There is such tremendous, tremendous violence. And people have nowhere to turn. Uh, they, they, they come to the United States wanting to get asylum to get help and they're being before they can even make that claim they're being turned away they're being sent um, away or what's worse is they're being criminalized so now I'm with Father Kevin Zuville a redemptorist and uh, who works in Mississippi and he's he's been on this experience with me and um, so Kevin first of all why did you come and what are, what are you thinking of this experience well, I came because uh, I was invited. <laughs> and, okay, that makes sense. You know, and, but, but, but even, more, even more specifically, you know, uh, the Delta, at least when it comes to questions of uh, immigration and, and migration, is, is not on the radar of a lot of the national discussion. And, and a lot of what affects our families that we accompany in ministry throughout the Delta, the Hispanic families we accompany, uh, many of them who are undocumented or underdocumented, and, and many who are in, living in fear of deportation, a lot of the policies that affect their lives stem from here. This is the laboratory for all those policies of enforcement. And so I think it was very important to come in and, and see for myself on their behalf to, to, to learn what's going on down here, to hear the stories, and, and to meet with other, other priests and ministers and activists who are in the struggle and to, 
try and bring the and try and bring all these different centers of, of, of struggle into into solidarity with one another. And I think it was important to come and, and see with my own eyes and to hear with my own ears and to walk with my own feet so that when I go back to the Mississippi Delta, um, I can bring a message of hope to, to the folks who, who are struggling so hard. Yeah, I think it's, it's kind of similar to me, as I was saying before in our different meetings we've had. Coming from upstate New York, we're far removed from the southern border. Uh, we hear stuff and... Um, as I mentioned before, sometimes we're used as a pretext for what's going on at the border, that people, uh, they want to protect our jobs and they want to uh, help our economy, but um, really horrible things are being done in our name. Um, what, did you, what, what was the most vivid thing you've seen so far that really upset you? I think the most vivid thing that was, um, that was upsetting was uh, more, more, the, more the stories of, of some of the folks who were at the House of Hospitality. Annunciation House here on the U.S. side of the border. Uh, those who um, we saw, we saw young children. I mean, trying to just just play and be and be kids, and, and to realize that um, their future for, <laughs> for for no good or just as if there could be a good or just reason that their future is is so much in doubt and so insecure, and the trauma that they've already experienced, and all of it is completely unnecessary and completely unnecessary for the safety of people on either side of the border. Um, and that it is being done in our name. So that, that's what stuck out for me, is, is, is that. Yeah, it's, it's, that, that's the part that's frustrating, right? Is that this stuff is done in our name and um, as Catholics, we have to stand up for what is true and, um, and, and, and be the, the best version of ourselves as individuals, but also as a nation. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Kevin. Well, thank you. All right. Uh, now I'm with uh, Father Walt Jugella, who is from West Virginia originally. And now, where are you working? Morgantown, West Virginia. Morgantown, West Virginia. West Virginia University. West Virginia University. Okay. So, Walt, why did you come here, and what are your thoughts so far? Uh, so far, my thoughts are um, this is a very humbling experience. Uh, we need to walk on sacred ground. Um, and I came here to, uh, to learn. I came here to, uh, to pray for, for those and with those who are uh, on the margins of life and who are trying to you know, find freedom and, and, and just a, a better way of living. Uh, personally, I can't wrap my mind around you know, a wall. I keep asking myself why. What is this? But I know in faith, you know, uh, love conquers. Love conquers. You know, when God's people are crying out, and are we really listening? Sure, sure. Thank you. And um, so far, you, you were with me. We went to a couple of places where people uh, find hospitality, uh, refuge. Um, did any one image or, or, or insights strike you while you were visiting those places with me uh, yesterday? Uh, when we walked into um, the Annunciation House, uh, walking in and seeing children playing on the floor, um, it, you know, it just touched my heart. It touched my heart uh, because they, you know, I, I ask, you know, do they understand? Do they understand? Um, and just hearing the stories and being able to, because um, that's really where it's at. Sure. It's in the stories. We all have a story that is connected to the story. Which is the story of salvation. Yeah, I know. I, at one point, we were, we were standing around talking, and it was hot, and 
um, as we're discussing these very, very important political topics, um, this little girl came around with her stuffed dolls and she's like in between our legs, walking between everybody. And, oh, yes. and it, and it kind of reminded me what it's about, right? It, it's, it's about this child and securing a future for her and her parents trying to, to find a, a safe place for her. Absolutely. Um, so I, I'm glad you're here and, and together uh, with uh, these various faith leaders we can uh, voice our, our indignation of how they're being treated and, and hopefully, as you said, um, bring love and light to bear in this situation. So thanks for, for sharing your thoughts. You're welcome, All right. Thank you so much. So we've just finished our prayer service at the border, uh, a very powerful one. Uh, leaders of different religions and denominations uh, praying together for justice for people who are migrants. Uh, there were people on both sides of the border who gathered to pray. Um, and it, that's basically the uh, most important thing we can do initially is to pray. Pray for wisdom for our leaders. Pray for open hearts among us. Uh, pray for conversion. Um, and then we also have to act. We can't just stay at prayer. Uh, we have to be moved. St. Clair taught us that the path of true discipleship is to, to consider, to gaze, to contemplate, and then to imitate the Lord Jesus. And so that's the next step. What do we need to do? Um, as I said earlier, um, our needs, our desires are being um, used to perpetuate uh, violence and uh, injury to families um, from this continent. Um, are we satisfied with that? Are we happy to be represented that way? Um, we have to do something different. And so my, my thought going forward is that the only way that we can come to terms with this is if we come to understand and to see with our own eyes as I have seen with my own eyes. So I'm thinking it would be important for us at some point to create uh, a border experience for people from central New York, upstate New York, to come and see for themselves what's going on, to see the faces of the families we're talking about. Uh, it's not just a theory, it's, it's a reality. So as I draw this experience to conclusion, I ask you to pray for me and for all of us as we go forward. Thank you. In you are every day becomes eternity. Thanks for listening to the Assumption Church Podcast. To listen to more episodes, connect with us in our community, or join us for worship, please visit assumptionsyr.org.